Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, everybody. I'm Kelsey Nixon, and this is Kitchen Prescription, the podcast you listen to when you don't know what to make for dinner. Today is episode 46, the Complete Kitchen Refresh, part one. Are you guys on spring break? We are technically on spring break, but didn't leave town like most. We took our family's spring vacation a little earlier this year when we went on a Disney cruise with our kids in February, and it was amazing. I mean, we could do a whole podcast episode about a Disney cruise, but my kids are great ages for it. 10, 6, 3, like it was pretty magical. And we went with my family and it was so great. But that it was also while magical, it was a lot to get there, especially when you're traveling from California to Florida with a three-year-old in tow, who's a COVID baby who has very little experience on an airplane. It was exhausting. And then we did a day at Disney World. So it just, it just was a lot. And then we hit up a baseball tournament in Arizona two weekends ago, and I just was kind of ready for a staycation, especially since we recently relocated to what is essentially a beach town. I didn't see any reason for us to travel or leave. So we're here. We're getting caught up. We are continuing to get moved in. Almost every single box is unpacked. Almost. And doing a bit of spring cleaning, refreshing around the house, and especially in the kitchen, which we are going to get into a bit later. But first, I want to start with three simple ideas you can throw on your meal plan for this week. The first recipe, big hit at my house, sheet pan beef and broccoli. This is a, it's a hit with my kids. The marinade in particular for the beef is so good. And I've made this recipe I've subbed the beef for chicken and pork tenderloin before, and it's been fantastic. There's also instructions in our recipe club recipe for using like a firm tofu if you are a vegetarian. But beef and broccoli is just such a classic flavor combination. There's red pepper in this recipe as well. And um, we always serve it with rice. Rice tends to be like a huge hit with my kids right now. So any recipe that's got rice, um, we embrace around here. So it comes together so quickly. And then in Recipe Club, there's also 
instructions for how to meal prep this. So if you wanted to prep it like on a Sunday and have it later in the week, I've got the instructions for that. So sheet pan beef and broccoli, that's one thing we're having next week. Um, then we are doing this skillet creamy pesto lasagna. I love a skillet lasagna because lasagna is awesome, but lasagna can also take forever to make. And so my version of making it in a skillet is really fun, really easy, and you get all of those great lasagna-y flavors without all of that layered time and work. And then finally, we're doing a Mediterranean baked orzo, which is another recipe I really love. This has a lot of pantry staples in it. It's got chickpeas. It's got things like orzo and tomato paste and uh, fire-roasted tomatoes, uh, broth. Like it's just things I can pull from my pantry. And then that Mediterranean like finish of the crumbled feta and the lemon and the dill is just ooh, it's so yummy to me. There are two cups of shredded chicken in this recipe. So you can use a rotisserie chicken like I'm going to do um, to make it even easier. But this one is very well reviewed in recipe club. People really like it. So those are your recipes for the week. Really simple. You can find them all in Recipe Club individually, or you can check out our weekly meal planning document with an easy printable shopping list as well. So we made that easy so that if you're just going to make maybe one of those recipes or two of those recipes, all of the ingredients are broken down by recipe, hopefully making your list making even easier. And if you have th been thinking about checking out Recipe Club, April is the perfect month to do so because we are offering the first month free. We have not done this since Black Friday. I don't know if we're going to do it again. Um, only done it once before and it was such a success. We wanted to test it out again. So check it out. You can sign up at KelseyNixon.com and once you get in there, you can check out all of our recipes, our meal plans. And we are doing this really fun thing this month called the Complete Kitchen Refresh. And um, that's what we're going to talk about today. So that's a big part of Recipe Club this month as well. All right, let's jump into the back half of the podcast and discuss what I'm calling part one of my Complete Kitchen Refresh. We're going to go through all of the items my family and I use to eat every day. All right, so let me jog your memory. If you listened last week, and as a reminder, I have this theory that when it comes to the ease of cooking weeknight dinner, it's far more impacted by the things contained behind your kitchen cabinets and in your kitchen drawers than what your kitchen actually looks like on the outside. And not only that, but the importance of those things having a designated space where they kind of live in systems of order. Now, when I, I keep mentioning this, but it, it just makes so much sense to me. When I was in culinary school years ago, you, the first thing you learn is this mise en place, where it means everything in its place. And any great chef, any good home cook, really typically will read through their recipe, pull out all of the ingredients and get everything in its place before they even begin cooking. And if you're someone who thinks you're not a very good cook, it's not true, A, because cooking is simply following directions. And if you can follow directions, you can cook as long as you're getting those directions from a good resource. But having everything in its place really does make such a difference when it comes to the ease of cooking and the success that you have with cooking. Because we've all been there before when we've got something simmering on the stove and all of a sudden the recipe calls for a can of coconut milk and you run to the pantry looking for the coconut milk that you swear you bought, and then you didn't buy it, and so you're like Googling, what can I swap 
for coconut milk and then things have burned and you're like, I'm a terrible cook. You're not a terrible cook. You just need to follow directions and have everything in its place. I think this same concept applies to the kitchen you cook in. And while I love a beautiful kitchen on the exterior, trust me, just because it's beautiful on the outside has very little to do with whether or not it it actually assists with easy weeknight cooking. And so this next month, April, I am opening every single cupboard cabinet drawer in my kitchen and showing you all of the products and tools that I swear by to make this process easier. And I'm going to show you how I organize things, how I kind of set up these systems and and maintain some sense of order. And you must know that I am a frazzled working mom raising kids as much as the next person. I do like to be organized, but I am just as big of a mess as everybody else. So the things I'm recommending are things that actually work in my life. It's realistic. I would say it's like one notch above realistic, meaning that you have to put some effort in. Like if you're not willing to put any effort in, then no, this is, you know, this is not going to work for you. But if you are craving order in your kitchen and you are craving for dinner to feel easier, this is for you. This is, I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm so jazzed about all of this and just cannot wait to share everything. So this week we kicked off week one with a bang. It's been so much fun. And I kind of wanted to run through each day and discuss the highlights when it came to my recommendations and then also the questions I received from both members in Recipe Club and other people on Instagram. So uh, we're just going to go through each day. There is six different categories and I'm just going to point out these highlights. So the first day was the Everyday Cup Cabinet. And what was so <laughs> exciting for me on this day, truly, is these everyday drinking glasses. I feel I feel like I have been searching for drinking glasses that I do not have to replace forever. Drinking glasses that I enjoy as much as my kids enjoy, um, meaning that I really did not want to drink out of a plastic cup uh, anymore. And so they're actually the exact same brand I grew up with. The brand is Duralex. It is a French glass brand, and they are, I think they're called impact resistant, meaning it's really hard to break these cups. So they have a great set that they sell on Amazon that comes six of each size, kind of like a mini, not a mini, but like a five ounce juice glass size, a more standard drinking glass size, and then a slightly larger one that I love for things like smoothies or root beer floats or just a big old glass of ice water. So I really love those. I talked about these mugs that um, I've started kind of collecting from Starbucks where it kind of drove me crazy that we had all of these mismatched mugs. And some people love that. And if that's you, you do you. But Starbucks has this been there series. Some of you might be aware of this. But in most Starbucks, you can find whatever mug correlates with the city of that or the state of that Starbucks. So sometimes this started when I was traveling a lot for work and I would be in an airport airport headed home and I didn't have anything for my kids. Um, It's a great souvenir. So and you might want to be selective about the cities depending on how much travel you do. Like you don't want to have too many. I think we have six. Um, I have one for each of the states we've lived in. Um, where my kids have been born. And then when we have like hot cocoa, it's such a fun mug to pull out. Um, It's a good conversation starter. And I like the size. They're just, they're great. So that's something you may want to keep an eye out for. We discussed water bottles. Um, I shared my favorite water bottle organizer. I got into how I am actually not a fan of the Stanley Tumblr that everyone I know is a fan of and everyone on Instagram is a fan of. 
I just don't love the experience of using it. Um, but I did share my favorite water bottle, which is the Owala. Um, it also has a cult following, not quite as intense as the Stanley Cup. And then we talked about having some glass goblets for special occasions and then my collection of novelty cups that my husband and son will not let me get rid of. These are the cups that you get when you go to the All-Star game or when you go to, um, yeah, a, a Major League Baseball game or a sporting event or something and you pay $11 for a soda and they come on with the cup. That's the souvenir rather than going through the, uh, the old gift shop. Um, we also have many, many Dodger plastic mugs from soft serve. Um, in fact, for a long time, that's where my kids were eating cereal out of. So those were kind of some highlights from the cup cabinet. A lot of people were like, where are your kid cups? And so as much as I, you may not want to believe me, you can totally have your kids drink out of those Duralex glasses. I still understand the need and desire for um, a more durable, you know, unbreakable cup. And we're going to get into that. So the second day was everyday dishes. And this was thrilling to me to be able to share a new discovery where I have found a set of dishware that comes in both melamine and stoneware, the exact same style, but in two different materials. And whether you've got young kids who are really good at breaking plates, that would be me, um, and you wanted a melamine option, or you just want an option that works outdoor and is complementary to indoor, this is so, so great. So that is how I've kind of replaced all of our other dishes with this set. It's also good for entertaining, like if you're in a similar stage of life to me, or maybe you're not, maybe you are an empty nester, but you've got a ton of grandkids. And when everybody comes over and you pull out the plates to entertain with, and maybe this is, you're not using paper plates, but you want the plates to match <laughs> that you're serving to the kids as much as the adults. It just, I know it seems a little OCD, like, but it really does make me happy that they look the same. So that was the big focus for our everyday dish cabinet. And then silverware drawer. Silverware drawer is like the sock drawer, right? Everyone's got one. It gets out of hand, but it's really easy to clean up. And where I landed on this is our silverware. The initial set we received was a nice set. It was, I think it was from Crate and Barrel, but I've been married 15 years. And over the course of 15 years, certain forks and spoons have just disappeared. And so this set has like whittled down and they actually don't make it anymore. And so I started needing more forks and spoons and so then I would buy other styles and then all of a sudden I had this mismatched set and it drove me nuts. So I finally swapped it all out for a very affordable set from Target. It's called the Harrington set. And the reason I liked this is that Target sells them in a set where it's a little bit more affordable to buy, affordable to buy like eight servings or ten servings, I can't remember. But then they also sell individual forks, knives, and spoons. So should you have three little forks that wander off because they go to the same land as pacifiers and socks and all these these things that disappear in our lives, you can go to Target and just buy three forks and you don't have to buy a whole new set. And for me with a growing family, this just felt like like such a bright idea. So I swapped everything for that Harrington set from Target and all seems right in the world. I also talked in my silverware drawer, we also have these kid knives that um, my kids love to use for cutting things like strawberries and cucumbers. 
and um, they're really great. They're nylon, and so it's really tough to, to do much damage. But I don't like to keep those knives with our other knives because then they're more likely to grab a really sharp knife and the potential of hurting themselves. So those live in our silverware drawer. I also have um, like some serving what do we call that? Serving utensils where, you know, let's say you're having a potluck, people come over, someone's brought the green beans or the mashed potatoes and says, hey, do you have a, a spoon that people can dish this up with? That all lives right there. Two other things I keep in our silverware drawer are these everyday um, napkins that we have with dinner. I use the all occasion napkins from Trader Joe's. I really like them. I understand it's not entirely earth friendly. We're not in a chapter of life where reusable napkins work great for us. And so this is a, this is a great option and they're really affordable. They're like the right size. I just love them. So those stay in there so that when we go to set the table, I can grab a napkin and the silverware and we're off to the races. And then I also, um, I love a straw. I love a drinking straw. So I keep my drinking straws in here and I found these biodegradable drinking straws that don't feel weird in my mouth. <laughs> I know that straws have kind of been a topic of conversation, especially where I live the past couple of years um, and saving the turtles. And so I did my best to find an option that still worked um, where I could still enjoy my straw. So those are the things that live in my silverware drawer. Now, we also discussed a kid drawer. Now, if you've got young kids or you've got grandkids, this is awesome. It's a drawer down low where your kids can reach to grab, this is what's in mine, any cup. And I share my favorite kid cups. They're actually a bamboo material. They're so great. Um, kid cups, kid bowls, like let's say they come home from school and they want a snack and they go in and they grab the goldfish and they're going to pour some goldfish out. They can just do that so that they don't have to ask me. I do have some toddler plates. So as much as I love my my set of melamine, <clears throat> I I do have... I think six kid plates that are just there for them to use whenever they're dishing themselves up something, a snack or whatever. And then we also keep the lunch boxes in there and um, we also keep some, some kid forks and, and spoons as well. So kid drawer, just the concept of, oh, and then there are placemats. So there's some placemats in there that my kids like to use. But the concept of a kid drawer makes so much sense to me because our kids ask us enough questions during the day. If we can eliminate them saying, mom, will you get me a cup? Mom, can I have a drink? And we set them up for success to have a bit more independence in that regard. I just, I'm all for that. Then the last two days, we really, you know, hit it out of the park with the pantry and the fridge and the freezer. So these are big ones, right? Like you could do a whole week about organizing and outfitting your pantry and a whole week about the fridge and freezer. But ultimately, these are my best tips with these spaces that get so much use, not only every week, but every day. When it comes to your pantry, fridge, and freezer, might I suggest that you take one day a week, I think it would be best if it was the day you did your meal planning, where you just do a quick overhaul. I do it on Fridays. It started out as Fridge Fridays, but now I just take a peek at my freezer and my pantry as well, and you just clear things out. If there are leftovers, you get rid of the leftovers. If, um, you know, it's just a, a once-over to be like, do we have enough eggs to get us through the weekend? Do we have some milk? It's just kind of a quick pass. So if you take anything away from this podcast, it's that. If you can develop a simple system of a quick glance-over, 
of your fridge, freezer, and pantry at the same time every week, your kitchen will immediately function better. So I think that's, that's really, really important. Now, on Instagram and in our email series and in Recipe Club, we get into more specifics when it comes to the products I like in each of these. There's a couple of new ones, like there's this great egg dispenser now that kind of rolls your eggs down, and I really like it. Um, talk about some turntables, and then in the pantry, I show you my favorite baskets and my favorite you know, airtight plastic containers and how I like to label things. But this is all stuff we've been seeing the past couple of years as people like the Home Edit have gotten so popular, Marie Kondo. Ultimately, before you even worry about what containers you're going to buy, the first thing to always do when you are organizing and setting up a system for one of these spaces is to take every single thing out, to wipe it all down, and to group and categorize. Look at what you have on hand because what's in my pantry might be entirely different than someone else's pantry. And what bins and baskets and things like that are gonna work for me might be totally different for someone else. So you need to really examine the way your family eats and then make decisions from there. Also, the square footage of your pantry or the layout of your pantry is gonna be really different than mine. And so that's gonna go into it as well. After you've grouped and categorized, then you can kind of pick some vessels to help you keep organized. I do think it makes a huge difference to take things out of those Costco boxes and even decant some items like rice and couscous. I just, the more appealing you make your fridge, freezer, and pantry, the more enjoyable it's going to be to cook from them. And I understand that you can only do so much given the craziness of life, but setting up a couple of of systems really will make a difference. I've got a couple of things in my pantry, like I have a peanut butter and jelly basket. And really all that's in there is bread, peanut butter, honey, because some of my kids like honey. And then I have like the um, the travel peanut butters that we sometimes do in, in lunch boxes. And so when I need to make peanut butter and jelly, I just grab the basket. And that's like a very simple system, but I use it at least three or four times a week. And that is so that is so nice. So if you are looking for specifics when it comes to product recommendations for any of those spaces, make sure you check Recipe Club. There were so many links throughout this complete kitchen refresh that we felt that the best thing to do was to contain them all in one place. And so we put them in Recipe Club so that we can best serve our members in there. And then we made it free to join Recipe Club this month so that anyone can have access to those details. So you can sign up for free Get in there, check all of these kitchen refresh links, and also while you're there, check out some recipes. See if Recipe Club might be a good meal planning system for you as you are trying to get dinner on the table week after week. Okay, next week we're moving on from eating and jumping into the actual cooking. And so the spaces we'll be diving into are cutting boards and knives, cookware, kitchen tools, everyday cooking cabinet, that's like my olive oil, my salt, pepper, vinegar, stuff like that, spice drawer, and the hot drawer, which includes my hot pads, trivets, thermometers, stuff like that. As I mentioned, all of the links live within Recipe Club, so feel free to jump in there and give it a try if you haven't checked it out yet. I, I hesitated calling this a challenge because it's it's so much information and I'm not challenging anyone to literally revamp every space in their kitchen this month, but hopefully by revamping my spaces and showing you literally the, the nooks and crannies of my kitchen, it will inspire you to maybe edit one or two spaces in your kitchen that will help getting dinner on the table feel a bit 
easier. I want to remind you that we're doing weekly giveaways all month as a little bit more motivation that if you edit a space, if you clean up your silverware drawer, if you clean up your pantry, whatever it is, take a picture, share it on social, and every Saturday evening we will be announcing one winner for a $100 gift card. So don't miss out on that. It might be just the motivation you need to push you to organize one of your spaces. All right, you guys, thank you so much for being here. Until next time, I'm Kelsey, and happy cooking. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.